0: Today has been a very monumental day for Ashley and I. It's been a day of firsts. It's the first time Ashley has been a juror. Correct, Ashley?
1: Yes. Um, hopefully this is a day of first and last for both of us. I don't feel the need for either of us to repeat these activities that we partake we partook in today. You know, speak um, for yourself. <laughs> no, I know it's just fine. I just don't mean like back to back. Maybe in a few years you'll do it again. Right. But um and maybe in a few years I'll do mine again. But um, I was fulfilling my civic duty, civic or civil, both. Civil. Um, <laughs> civil duty, um, as a citizen of America, and I guess it was a right and a privilege to get to do. Um, but at my young and competent age, they, everyone— but by everyone, I mean the judge and the DA and the prosecutor—all thought it was a good idea to make me a juror. In the court of California.
0: (laughs) The jury is out. I can't wait for the jury to be out. (laughs) I object. I'm comfortable using legal jargon in everyday life.
1: I should have said, I'll explain what they do to you, but I should have said that as one of my answers. (laughs) That's pretty funny. And then before we get into it, what was your activity? Today was a first for me as well.
0: It was the first time I ever jumped out of a plane. So. That was a big big life move I think I became a woman today that's how it feels
1: different ways of becoming women and that was one of yours
0: you were in a suit and I was in some leggings and and we did we did the damn thing
1: <laughs> might as well marry each other next <laughs> um, which one do you want to hit on first real quick
0: I want to hit on jury duty because I'm so interested Why are you
1: like so you're so into it
0: I'm so into it because I don't know anyone <laughs> do I know anyone who's like actually been? <laughs> called in like usually it's like oh you have to be like on jury duty you get the thing in the mail but like this is something like now as adults we're gonna have to deal with this i don't think it's as
1: prevalent as you think the night before i was on the phone with you and you call every night before and sometimes they say you have to come and sometimes they don't and Mm -hmm. you call every night before for a week so i didn't have to go in until thursday so I thought I was in the clear, but that was so you the didn't way. have
0: to go like all week. That's kind of nice.
1: Well, now I have to go some of next week because now I got picked to be on the trial.
0: Oh, my God.
1: And uh, this for, is it the Scranton Strangler. <laughs> if you're on a real trial, like a serious murder trial, like O.J. Simpson, Casey Anthony, you get sequestered in a hotel like away from your family oh, yeah. for, months, so, for like two so months.
0: They happened a new girl. I think Zoe Deschanel exactly. had like some scheduling conflicts. It
1: happens for months if you're like on a like a serious like national murder trial um so can you imagine
0: how you crazy you'd go being sequestered in a hotel
1: i would say that i I had a cough or something and in light of the delta variant they would let me go you're like Uh, no 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 (laughs) (laughs) i start coughing a lot it's like in the lizzie mcguire movie when she puts the blow dryer on her forehead
0: oh yeah she's like please i'm hot i have a fever (laughs)
1: yeah um so in light of that i am other adults in my life told me i would do a lot of sitting today in the in a waiting room so i took a mm-hmm. book and i was so excited to get to read uninterrupted for hours on end i didn't open my book once i didn't even crack it open what did you do well i guess because of covid they cut right to the chase so they take you all into the courthouse and also i was telling my mom a couple years ago abby and i went to a murder trial in la mm-hmm. <laughs> as guests for our <laughs> for, law class for some presentation but we got to go uh, and sit and listen to the murder trial and speak to the uh da after and he shows all the pictures of the body it was this big thing and then we went to in and out yeah. after yeah. and then we went and to that's when, that's when we were still flirting with each other we weren't like obsessed yet i remember yeah we weren't in love i remember thinking ahead of time like okay like here's some things i should like bring up with her to talk about i don't know her that well
2: really <laughs>
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah um and so on this though i you go into the courtroom and you sit in the jury seats. And the criminal is there, and his lawyer, and then the prosecutor. The, <laughs> the prosecutor. Uh, well, he's not a criminal yet. It's, he's yeah. Uh, the, the defendant. Guy, yes, the defendant is there. Yeah, I took law one hundred and one. The defendant is there with his lawyer, and the prosecutor's there, and the judge is there, and the court reporter is there. And she wasn't. Then are nice, there, and I'm there. The Court reporter wasn't very nice. She was yelling at everyone to talk slower. Ah. And I was like, come on, you're getting paid to do this.
0: Is she like fast fingers typing away?
1: Yeah. Wizard on the keys, Glenn. She was, (laughs) um, I should tell that to her tomorrow. (laughs) And you sit down and you fill out a questionnaire that says, um, do you know how to tell the truth? Uh, Do you know anyone in law enforcement? Stuff like that. Like, Like, no, I never learned. Looking for bias. (laughs) And um, on paper, I probably seem like a defense attorney's dream. I don't know. Mm -hmm. College educated yeah, straight out of college, straight straight out of it. Like, why wouldn't I?
0: No life um, experience to even no buy. Ex- me. Nothing to buy.
1: Yeah. And uh, for anyone that doesn't know out there, Alfred, my father, is a sheriff's deputy. So I was like, oh, let me write this down. This will get me out of it. That wasn't good enough, I guess. Um, Damn. So then they spend four or five hours questioning everyone in the room all 25 of you oh my god they spend the whole time asking you scenario questions and it's kind of like a socratic seminar style and that's fun well you would have loved it uh for as much as i like to talk, you know this about me. I don't really like speaking up in Socratic seminars. Like, I don't feel the need to waste my breath, kind of. Waste my <laughs> yeah, breath. that's just the way I've always been. So the DA, he was like, you've been quiet for a while. And then he like asked me all these questions. And I gave him answers. And they basically ask you all of these hypothetical scenarios to see if you seem like you're a biased person or not. And so about five of the people were kind of, uh, off the rocker a little bit in their answers. And I was like, who in their right mind would pick you to sit on their jury? Like you're obviously biased. So obviously they dismissed those five. And when you dismiss those five, there's not many left to choose from. So I got chosen to go to this trial next tomorrow and for next week.
0: You're one of the chosen ones. How does it feel?
1: Uh, It was a very high margin. It was chances where I was going to get chosen.
0: You're like looking around at all the schmucks. Dinner for schmucks. My
1: personality, personally, they know I'm probably the worst person to be on a jury.
0: Why? Because you're so brutal.
1: Brutal, and um, I think that would make you good on the jury. A little biased. (laughs) I don't think. But they screened you for bias. (laughs) They screened me for bias, but I didn't speak very much, so they didn't get the memo. You know how I act when I first meet someone.
0: Yeah, but I think the fact that you are brutal is actually really helpful to be on a jury.
1: Yeah, and then they were asking, they didn't ask me this, but they were asking a bunch of other people. They were like, oh, if you guys are in the back and it's like a hung jury and like, will you like just vote with the majority just so you can get out of here and go home early. And in my head, I was like, yeah. You are like,
0: hell Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) um i have to get to happy hour but they didn't ask me that so they didn't learn the truth but um and that's on them and that's on them no i actually take this very my civic duty, civil duty very seriously i would never yeah for those listening
0: it's a joke she swore on the bible and stuff
1: and i already love writing on legal pads
0: yeah, she loves legal pads. Analog, <laughs> she's about it. And then
1: I got home, and I was like, Mom, maybe for when I turn 30, I should take the LSAT and just see what happens, roll the dice. I don't know.
0: Interesting. Very old Woods of you.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's, verdict's out on that. That's what the real verdict is out on this week.
0: <laughs> wait, wait um, every week we should do verdicts out. Verdicts out on verdicts something.
1: Out. That's good. Keep that in the back of my mind. Verdicts yeah. out. Um, But Full that's ideas. my trial and tribulation, and I'll be back tomorrow And I. I didn't wear business attire. I was like, you, you're supposed to dress better. And I was like, I don't care. They can have me or leave me. I don't care.
0: It's like when you're on a plane and you look uh, at me and I'm and wearing then, my sweatpants and you're like, you're supposed to look better. Yeah.
1: And then I wear this bracelet. And every time you walk in, you have to go through the security. And every time it beeps and they're like, put your hands over your head It's probably your bracelet. And I just won't take it off. And it's uh, just a catch 22. That's rough. And there's it's just problems. And the snack bar sucks in the courthouse. I looked at uh, it. I drove all the way home for lunch dang and it just really wiped me out sitting there oh i didn't speak all day because i got up and i left and like obviously i'm not with like coworkers workers a friend i'm just sitting there silent i didn't speak all day till i got home for lunch and i was like mom i never lose flash lisa i can never live alone <laughs> why didn't you try to make friends with the strangers oh that's the other thing everyone was oh gosh 40 45 plus that's another reason i'm sure they chose me like oh to just marry, some to diversity make it mar- yeah diversity of age I was really yeah the only young person there
0: Jeez, that's rough
1: life is hard when you're in when you're a civilian
0: <laughs> first world problems man so i'm glad after the
1: trial gets published i'll tell you guys all about what happened
0: yeah once she's like able to speak out about her <laughs> situation protection.
1: i can't wait i'm itching to hear um <laughs> so okay murder. You know, so trial though i'll tip you off it's not murder
0: okay that's good
1: yeah. not so intense and that would have been exciting actually but yeah
0: <laughs> yeah yeah um so what's going on with me so glad you asked Today, I jumped out of a plane, as I mentioned. It was really exciting for some reason. I, like, know myself, and a lot of times on, like, really intense roller coasters or other rides that are, like, really, you know, kind of scary and meant to freak you out. I do get really nervous. Oh, I know to something
1: about your personality also. Okay. Abby is someone who is willing to risk her life in the terms of, like, haha, like might get kidnapped and killed. Like I've seen her do it a lot of times and I've told her not to do it even more. Yeah. However, when it comes to bodily harm, like breaking an arm, breaking a leg, getting concussed, Mm -hmm. she's terrified. Absolutely terrified. I'm very (laughs) self-preserving and have
0: I ever broken a bone, Ashley? Not preserving of
1: your life though. Preserving of like your just like body extremities, kind of.
0: Just my vessel.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Preserving of your vessel, but not your actual um, mortality. (laughs) Not my soul. Yeah, not Um, your soul, just your vessel. But Ashley, tell me,
0: tell me this. Have I ever broken a bone? No. No, I have not. And that is because I proceed with caution. Yeah, look at us go being preserving. Anyways, so normally I get really nervous.
1: On the jet ski. I don't know how you did this. (laughs) I know.
0: I like to like test the limits on things that I get scared about because I'm like, okay, if I rip myself off this jet ski and I fly into the water, it's not going to hurt that bad. So once I do it, then I'm not that scared. But anyways, back to skydiving. I was like, okay, I'm like mentally preparing to be kind of scared. But what I do in the hours leading up to it, I'm like not thinking about it at all. Not thinking about what it's going to look like or how it's going to feel because that's a good coping mechanism, right? Like just don't think about Avoid it. An
1: attachment. Lives change every 30 minutes. You never know. Yep,
0: <laughs> lives change. And I had to like sign all these waivers it's like don't sue us if you die and I'm like okay okay
1: okay I feel like your Um, family should be signing that not you if you're dead
0: you're dead (laughs) my family's like are you kidding me um and so I go and I get there and I have like a super fun instructor which made or not instructor but like tandem jump partner guy and that was like honestly all I wanted because I knew that would make that really put me at ease that would make my whole experience so much better and it did and he was really fun he was hyping me up we had a great time And so they strapped me in. They put me in this plane. I'm with my friend, Andrew. We go up in this tiny little plane. First of all, they take off with the door still open. And I don't know if that was to scare us or what, but it was actually kind of scary. I'm like, what if we slide out, bro? But I just kept thinking, like, when am I going to get nervous? When am I going to get scared? When's my heart rate going to go up? And that whole time, that whole plane ride, I was like having the time of my life. I was talking to Brett, my tandem guy. And I was looking out the window and it was beautiful. It was a little hazy, a little smoky, but it was just like so pleasant. I'm like, this is nice. I could like go up here for hours. And then comes time, we inch towards the door and I truly didn't get scared. Until the first couple of seconds of dropping, of actually oh. falling out of the plane, like even sitting on the edge, I was like, yeah, this is kind of nice. <laughs> like, I just never got scared. I was actually, I don't know if I'm like proud of myself or just like surprised, but I was like, wow, that's, that's shocking. But also let me tell you, when I say you pay like $119 for these photos in this video, most of them. Was it um, worth it in your heart? Was it, it was worth it? worth it. It was worth it. Because I would never I mean, pay no, but like who knows if I'll ever go skydiving again. I'm not against it. I'm honestly kind of down, but I would never pay for like the photos and the video again cuz like your yeah. first time is like you've got to document it. But the pictures of I knew they're going to be rough, right? You're falling from the sky Can you at 120. 125- this
1: one on our Instagram.
0: I will, actually, cuz some of them some of them are really embarrassing, and all of your skin—like you think you're young, right—and your skin's all tight on your face. But then, when you're falling at 125 miles per hour from 11,000 feet, your skin on your neck and your face is like pushed up. It's absolutely vile. My snot was like running out of my nose. Onto oh my, uh, you drooled
1: just on the jet ski.
0: Yeah, I drooled. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was absurd. And I told that to my instructor. I was like, my snot, my snot. And he's like, that's why why I wear a full face mask because he was wearing a helmet with a face mask because I'm sure people like he's probably seen worse. But it was just really funny. And like the pictures that were just like the grossest thing I've ever seen. But I was like, "Yeah, your neck
1: skin is really pushed back in this one.
0: Good man. Yeah, no, you haven't even seen the worst. Like some of them are really bad. (laughs) (laughs) but it was really fun all in all if you're thinking about going skydiving um just go with it just do it
1: do we have a promo code for them
0: jgwi at west skydive west plains in uh, north idaho
1: (laughs) five percent off
0: No, but I actually jumped over Priest Lake. So it was really pretty. So I would recommend if you're thinking about going skydiving, definitely do it. You're strapped to a person. So it's really not that scary. They make it fun. But just pick like a really fun location. Don't go at like, the I want to go,
1: but I don't feel a yearning. Like if you buy right. it for me, of course, if a bunch of my friends are like, let's go, I'd say sure. But I'm not right. going to suggest to go.
0: You're going to like organize but At the, the same
1: trip. time, I do want to go by a certain age. Like I don't want to look too bad in the pictures. Right, so like, <laughs> like I'm not begging to go this year or the next. If it presents itself, it presents itself. But by maybe 35, I should probably go.
0: Actually, what was really cute was there was like this older couple, probably in their late 50s, and it was this husband and wife, and they get there, and he's like, "All right, sweetie, have a great jump," and he like smacks her, not her ass, but like you know, <laughs> Thank God, yeah. It have to be gross. He, like, taps her back or something and was like, go get him, like, tiger, basically. And they're, like, a lot older and stuff. And she is just, like, has her little backpack on and looks like she goes skydiving all the time because some people are, like, regulars. Like, they do this yeah. a lot. And it was just, like, the cutest thing. I'm like, I hope I'm fun when I'm old,
1: you know? Yeah, it doesn't have to be that, but it could be other things. It doesn't
0: need to be skydiving, but, like, I've it can be something. I've
1: been thinking a really fun venture that we could pick up when we get a little older is imagine running a paddleboard and, like, jet ski rental being like, on a lake in the summer.
0: Oh, my god this is like a part-time
1: and like gig? buying a fleet buying a fleet and like just like running it over the summer
0: say less i would a lot
1: happier than a corporate job
0: say less we Literally. Would be happier.
1: imagine how many yeah. friends we'd make
0: so many friends imagine <laughs> how many podcast guests
1: <laughs> yeah. um okay so that's that that's all of that that's all of business news that's what you missed on glee so um here's what you missed listen. on glee yeah um so with that
0: with that we're gonna hit you guys with a really cool interview um from another content creator influencer that we found on tiktok that we also have known in the past so just continuing that series and continuing to learn about different career paths people are taking in their 20s and how to how to make it out there in this world
1: yep can't be stopped you guys are in for a great show and get ready to just go with it. All right, you guys, we're back.
0: Happy Friday, happy hour. We have a continuation of a TikTok series. This one hits a little closer to home because we have a fellow Pepperdine grad with us today. So much fun. Um, Her TikTok actually came across my For You page Maybe a couple of weeks ago, and it was like super vibey. It hurts to watch someone else living your dream kind of situation. <laughs> she apparently, we're gonna get all the deets and dig down deep, but apparently met an Italian boy and got to visit him in Italy, and also has recently spent some time in Paris. So, just everything that we all wish we could be doing, having a nice European summer, beautiful vibes. She is a content creator, photographer, model and businesswoman, I believe. So I feel like we're all businesswomen here, businesswomen hour. Um, but without further ado, we're super excited to introduce Chloe Budamus, who also graduated from Pepperdine this past year um,
2: as a, what was your major, Chloe? Um, advertising and marketing.
0: Advertising and marketing, a girl after her own <laughs> heart. We love PR and we love marketing. We love Pepperdine. So. I like that
1: fill in the blank.
0: <laughs> yeah, fill in the blanks, Mad Libs. <laughs> Anyways, we're so excited to have you. Welcome, Chloe. How the heck are you? How's it been going? I know you're jet lagged. I'm good. Hi,
2: guys. It's really good to be on your show. Thank you, guys, for having me.
0: Yeah, thanks for coming on. Can you first? I just am so curious about the European boy. I know your TikTok went super, super viral, which <laughs> we're is really fun. To it. <laughs> yeah, I just I'm so curious. I can't get over it. It's like the li-
2: Lizzie McGuire dream, actually. Honestly, it's so funny because all of Quarantine, I like – that was the movie I watched every day was the <laughs> Lizzie Far movie because it like brought back like childhood memories. <laughs>
1: A girl after her own heart.
2: Yes. And so I feel like I just like manifested that like – You know, everyone's like, oh, my God, manifesting. It's so big nowadays. Mm -hmm. Um, It's so funny. I actually met this guy at Pepperdine. He's Italian. I don't want to. I'm very private with my relationship, so I don't want to, like, drop names. Um, TMZ will come after you. (laughs) Um, Let's call him Paolo. (laughs) Yes, we'll call him Paolo. Um, (laughs) Lizzie McGuire. And I met him at Pepperdine literally right as school was, like, shutting down for the pandemic. It was so funny. I hadn't met him at all during Pepperdine. And then I met him, like, I think the week that school shut down. And so we had been talking, like, all of quarantine. And then I was in Paris, and he was like, hey, like, why don't you come to Italy since you're in Europe? And so a lot of people thought, like, I feel like I really romanticized my TikTok. Um, You should. A lot of people didn't really understand that I was already in Europe. It's not like I flew out to meet a stranger or anything. Um, That would Gotcha. But, yeah, I was already in Europe with my family. And so this boy was like, yeah, like, 'Cause we've been talking for a year. He's like, just come to Europe. I mean, sorry, just come to Milan um and let's hang. And so yeah, I spend a few weeks um with this guy that I'm talking to in Milan. How exciting and fun. I just love that yeah. for you. <laughs> Thank you. Everything's more romantic
0: in Europe, is it not?
2: It is. Honestly, I I'm like after that, like I just wanna get married and move to Europe. <laughs> right. <laughs> marry
1: him secure a visa sign sealed delivered (laughs)
2: low key of least resistance i see it now (laughs) um if you could live anywhere in europe where would it be um i'd say top two is definitely france and italy i've just always been obsessed with them um i would say yeah maybe the south of france or like rome or like florence
1: i really love um so yeah any of those spots I love Italy. I'm convinced that you could spend your whole life vacationing just in Italy and be more than satisfied, and do a different thing every time. There exactly. is so much to do in Italy. Exactly, and it's so big. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly.
0: Yeah, that so, is so true. I'm itching to go. I feel like we've had a lot of travel-based podcasting lately, and I'm like so ready just to get back out there and like go see some stuff abroad.
1: Maybe yeah. sure you should been out?
2: What's that? Uh-huh. Sorry, (laughs) have you guys been out of the country like since COVID? No,
1: God, no, no. not since
0: COVID. We've done some like internal traveling within the country. Too much
1: internal traveling. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) too (laughs) much (laughs) internal (laughs) internal travel every other every other month, practically. But um, (laughs) no, I haven't been out of the country since COVID, and I'm itching to go somewhere. Um, I wanted to go somewhere the summer after graduation, but obviously that was the worst of it. But how was it with COVID traveling?
2: It honestly, it's so funny because. This has been, like, one of the best summers, I'd say, like, so far of my life. Um, But it wasn't even going to happen because of, like, the COVID restriction. Yeah. Um, And so I I am not fully vaccinated. Um, So they were actually restricting people, like, from coming into Europe that weren't fully vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Um, But then a lot of people, like, a lot of my friends that aren't fully vaccinated were, like, you can actually go into Europe now that they passed this law and get like a COVID test instead and just get a Mm -hmm. negative COVID test like two days before your flight. So that's what I did. And actually like four days, I think my family, like my parents were like, yeah, like it's canceled. We're not going to go, but we'll just keep the flight just in case we do go. And so literally four days before we ended up flying, they were like, yeah, we're going to Europe in like four days. Oh my gosh. Um, I didn't have much time to pack, but yeah, it kind of just happened like spontaneously.
0: That's so fun. I feel like that makes the trip even more special.
1: Yeah, exactly. How is it once you're there right now? Um, In Europe, it's
2: honestly the same as how it's been in California. Oh. I feel like people are wearing masks, but everything is open. So you're able to go to like clubs and restaurants. Oh. Um, they actually did pass a mandate last week that you can't go into museums or like certain bars um without being fully vaccinated or without a COVID test yeah I think that's gonna start happening here
1: based off New York and stuff yes
2: yes because of the Delta variant so it's kind of increased yeah gotcha
1: Oh, we'll have to get political for a second.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I know a lot of what you do is content creation. Mm -hmm. Actually, we talk about this a lot. What is your definition of like a content creator versus an influencer? How do they differ? How do they compare? Do you like the term
1: influencer or is it a dirty word to you? (laughs) Is it Um, chuggy?
0: Like I don't even know.
1: (laughs) Actually,
2: it's really funny because I've been doing this whole like content creation influencer thing since I was like 14. So over the years, I've been called, I've been like labeled different things. So I had been doing influencing before it was even called influencing. Like people didn't know what to call Mm -hmm. me. They're like, oh, she's a blogger Mm -hmm. or she's a brand ambassador or she is like an Instagram model. Like every, like the term like kept evolving. Um, So I feel like I honestly don't really like the term influencer. I feel like it, it kind of has, I feel like I like the term influencer, but it also has kind of brought about like a negative connotation with it recently like everyone's like oh influencers are kind of like sellouts or they're Mm -hmm. fake or you know um I really actually like being called a content creator or like a digital creator instead um I am an influencer as well so I am I get called both um but I would say yeah I I definitely think that I am both an influencer and a content creator it just depends on what I'm doing I feel like if I'm working with brands more and advertising for them I'm influencing and I'm I'm a brand rep for them. But if I'm creating content for them, then I'm a content creator.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. You've been doing it since you were 14. That's so young.
2: Yeah. So actually, I... Yeah, walk us through it. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a long story. But yeah, I got started with my best friend. Um, We just were taking pictures of each other. Like we were super into like It and Tumblr and Pinterest. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and we're like, oh, my gosh, like these girls look so Tumblr. We want to do the same thing. So we like would go out into the forest or like in our backyard and just take pictures of <laughs> each other. That's Abby <laughs> now. <laughs> iconic.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm like out here in the forest <laughs> taking pics like <laughs> late to the game. Just kidding. Um,
2: but yeah. And so we would do that. And then I kind of just built an audience off of that. Um, and brands started reaching out to me being like, oh, we really love your content. And we noticed you're like gaining traction like with like the younger audience. Um, so I started working with brands in that way. And then I guess it kind of just snowballed into like me being an influencer Mm -hmm. and I've just been doing it ever since.
1: And how are you now like everyone and their mother literally is an influencer? How are you kind of keeping up and evolving since you've been doing it for like flirting with 10 years, honestly? (laughs) Exactly. Um.
2: It does. That does get a little annoying to me, just like how you said everyone and their mother. Literally
1: people's moms now, (laughs) like homes and food influencers, everyone. Exactly.
2: Um, It's a little, it gets a little annoying to me because I feel like any girl who's like, oh my gosh, like I, you know, they gave me a discount code when I checked Mm -hmm. out, like they think they're an influencer, Um, which is, is, you know, like good for them. Um, But I feel like (laughs) it's definitely an overpopulated market at the moment. And I feel like everyone is just pursuing that, like, It's kind of like back in the day when every person was like, oh, I want to be like a famous YouTuber. And so I feel like everyone's on this like influencer train at the moment. Um, I would say since the market is a little oversaturated, like with influencing and influencers, I think it's super, super important to keep up with trends and just keep up with like how the apps are evolving. Obviously, Instagram is like gearing more towards video. Um, So as I was posting photos, I noticed that my engagement was like taking a big hit. And that, like, when I would post reels, like, my engagement would come back up. So I feel like the Instagram algorithm, you just have to work with it. And, like, it's evolving. You have to work with – sorry.
1: You're good.
0: (laughs) Ashley's a wizard. Wizard on the
1: keys. (laughs) (laughs) Check the the words out of my mouth. What is it? Wizard on the keys, Glenn? (laughs) (laughs) Is that the joke? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Jet lag is kicking (laughs) in. Oh, my God. It's okay. Pick it up. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
2: amazing okay um but i would say like <laughs> like staying up with trends and just staying up with like how the apps are evolving is definitely super important <laughs> um, Sorry, i'm
0: good i'm good, no, you're no good,
2: good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah i would say staying up with trends is super important for just like staying on top of um competition Mm -hmm. and like staying up to date with apps and like how they're evolving so obviously like everyone is gearing more towards short short form video such as reels and tiktok so i feel like if you kind of like educate yourself on that you're gonna stay ahead of everyone else who's kind of stuck in those old trends so i would say like just being very up to date and like educating yourself like will definitely help you
1: kind of be ahead of the curve I don't know why people our age aren't teaching marketing classes at universities. Totally. (laughs) I don't know why they're having 50-plus
0: 45 45-year-old Glenn about (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> How to blow up on TikTok, like we're not.
1: Well, but maybe not me now because we haven't uh, quite blown up. It's very hit and miss. Like when. What, maybe when every an adjunct
0: f- professor, like sign me up. Adjunct. They bring us in. We're twenty-two. We're like, oh, yeah. yeah we get let out me, of
1: every fifteen or twenty viral, let virals, me teach so you some stuff. <laughs> um, what are your tips? How are we, me and Abby, Abby and I, going to blow up on TikTok? What's it gonna take? What 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 video is gonna be the hit? Yeah, we've had
0: other creators on talking about how it's really hard to grow on Instagram anymore and how it's so much easier, obviously, to grow on TikTok. I consider because your Instagram
1: a wash. I think you get your followers from TikTok or the wash. wash. And then like they follow you because they yeah. already know you. I don't think you get stray
2: followers on Instagram. I would say, yeah, I definitely agree with the Instagram thing. I feel like a lot of my followers now are coming from TikTok. Um, I feel like without TikTok, my Instagram growth was super slow like mm-hmm. this past year um with the pandemic cuz i feel like during the pandemic everybody and their mother like started using mm-hmm. tiktok more. Um, so i would say if you want to like blow up on tiktok the algorithm i honestly like so much better than instagram. I feel like they really give creators a chance to like go viral or to reach the right audience. So i feel like tiktok's doing that really well. Um so i feel like as long as you're posting and you're posting consistently like tiktok will find the right audience for you. I would say to use like the same Like, whatever hashtags are relevant to whatever you're posting, like, use those consistently. So, with my travel videos, I always tag the city, like, a hashtag, like, hashtag Italy. And then I'll put, like, hashtag explore or, like, hashtag travel. So, I, like, use the same consistent hashtags. And then TikTok's like, oh, hey, okay, this is, like, the content that she's creating. Let's connect her with people that like looking at travel videos Mm -hmm. and exploring. Um, And, like, I've discovered a tip where TikTok wants you to stay on the app. Yeah. So, they... They like will send you notifications when you're not on the app. And Mm -hmm. so whenever I post a video, I always leave the app immediately. And this is like what TikTok does. So they'll put it in the algorithm like automatically because they're like, oh, we want to bring her back to the app. We want to send her like we're going to send her notifications of like, oh, this person liked your video. This person commented. Isn't that crazy? It's also toxic. (laughs) It's crazy. I like low key like figured out the algorithm. I was like, okay, I'm just not documentary. We all had to watch about it. (laughs)
1: Taking well, over our like minds. The, we didn't have to watch it. It was a new one that came out like after in quarantine. What the hell is it called?
0: It's going to bother me. The social network
1: or something? No, that is about Facebook starting. Oh
0: <laughs> Wait, was there one about TikTok? No,
1: there was one about social there media was, in general. Yeah. Let me run it you, through you in like three sentences. It has to do with, like <laughs> we need to get
0: them back on the app. Like just having our the constant algorithm attention. algorithm is just like smarter than
1: any of us. And it's always evolving mm-hmm. to, our, to us. So it's catering towards us and how like the tendency it's pushing you to pick up your phone every five seconds and it learns more about you the more you use it and all of that yeah stuff. it's scary that's it's like the TikTok all the ro- crazy it. how tiktok was the TikTok social dilemma on. the yes, social yeah.
0: dilemma that's what it was
1: what did Both i say the TikTok-
0: social network yeah yeah <laughs> <one. Yep. laughs>
1: it's crazy how both tiktok and instagram and i'm sure other apps but i don't know what but mainly tiktok and instagram um it's allowed to like listen to you while you're speaking out loud and then cater their ads or just their content towards whatever you were saying out loud in the room while your phone was also there it's crazy it's scary honestly Mm -hmm. but great for creators so (laughs) sign us up so abby i think we need more niche content we're pivoting, I know we're pivoting too much from working out to podcasts to comedy to uh like yeah, we're all over videos. the board it's a yeah it's a charcuterie <laughs> board of content it's too much
2: charcuterie board of content i like that i like that yeah. saying pull that out of nowhere yeah like
1: that's good to
2: start off with at first though like you kind of like learn like what your audience likes and like yeah. then you can
1: kind of gear towards the one thing, thing. Is, I feel like you should try everything at once like at first. yeah we're, like, doing, like, how-to videos and cooking stuff next and like, building <laughs> stuff outside in the yard. Okay, sorry. Okay, Just so to back my to my the travel. Away yeah. from social media a little bit.
0: We, You do a lot of traveling. You've been in Paris. Do you meet up with other creators, or what is, like, your tips for making friends for random schmucks like us? Just we're going abroad. Maybe we want to meet up with some cool people, make some connections. Tips and
2: tricks. What do we got? I would say what I do personally is – through social media, I I don't really use like Bumble or like Bumble BFF or like any of those or (laughs) Tinder. Um, But I say like through my like TikTok and Instagram accounts, like I'll connect with creators that way. Like, oh my gosh, like I've been in California, but now I'm in Paris and there's this photographer I've been wanting to work with in Paris. So I like hit him up and be like, I'm in Paris. Like let's finally shoot. Mm. I also have other, like if I see on anybody's story, oh my gosh, they're in Paris. Like I'm going to hit them up and be like, let's create some content or let's like do a shoot together. So I feel like it's a lot of, like, people reaching out to each other and being like, oh, like, I see
1: you're here. Like, let's connect.
2: I'd love like um, to
1: be like that. But, Abby, what service do we possibly have to offer? <laughs> hey, you just want to hang out and get a drink?
0: No, we have a comedy <laughs> to offer. We
1: have some like content that you're- to
0: be putting out.
1: Well, we would have the podcast, but like it's we just had another girl on last week who we really loved and she is a photographer and she was like, oh, I take these trips and yeah, same kind of thing. Like I meet up with people who also want to shoot content and we we're like, that sounds so fun. Like, can we just be in the pictures? Like, we, were like we, just, we don't have any skill to offer you. Besides our personality. <laughs> yeah.
2: But I feel like that's where you guys could come in with like your TikTok videos. Like mm-hmm. you could just like have a mic on the street and be like, what is your story? And like tell people you want to create content
1: in that way. Yes. Stop.
0: Let's take that idea <laughs> yeah. and run.
1: Yeah, take that off the episode. Actually, we're gonna run with that. True. Um, we're we this billy on the Billy on the streets, except like short form video. Totally. <laughs> Um, but that's a really good idea. And that's a really great way to network and stuff. And it's a good excuse because even this podcast too, it's a good excuse to talk to people that I, I normally wouldn't reach out to or people we've seen on TikTok that are mm-hmm. totally from nowhere. that mm-hmm. is, I would never like just reach out to them normally and say let's talk. So when you have exactly. something that you do or a skill or a hobby, even it's good to have an excuse to reach out to people.
2: Exactly. And actually, I, I don't know if you knew that I had a print magazine, but I would I use that. I didn't, but let's jump into that next. <laughs> yeah, but I would use that in the same way. So it's called Hot Headed Magazine and it's a print magazine, but I would always use that as like a medium to mm-hmm. connect with people in the industry. So like, you know, for example, whenever I would see like a celebrity at a restaurant, like I wouldn't just say, oh my gosh, like, hi, like mm-hmm. I wanted to take a photo with you. I'm a fan. I would say like, hey, like I have this print magazine. I'd love to like feature you. Like I'd love to interview mm-hmm. so you time if you have time. And so I feel like they take you more seriously in that way totally. and it, like, builds your network. Um, so, like you said, it's an excuse to, like, build
1: your network and, like, to connect with others. Yeah, do I even like podcasts or do I just, like, new people? I don't know. But, uh, let's <laughs> is go he into- hot or? <laughs> let's go into your <laughs> magazine for a second. Do you still have it? When did you start it? Where the- Where are you printing it? Are, are you actually printing, printing
0: it? Or yeah, is I want to know like- more
1: about
2: it. <laughs> or is it, like, Vogue online? Like, what's happening? Um. So, yeah, it's both print and online. Um, so I do it through Blurb. Um, so they do print it. Like in their headquarters or their factory or wherever they print magazines, um, and then the, like I get a bunch shipped to me. Um, but I had been doing it since I think it's been like two, two or three years now. It used to be called Vintage Lilacs, and then I'm like, what the heck is Vintage Lilacs? <laughs> Stupidest. Like I was just trying to be like Tumblr with it, and I'm like, no, Tumblr's dead. Um, <laughs> Rebrand. So, yeah, I rebranded the whole magazine, and I'm called it Hot Headed. And so I have been doing that for the past two or three years and I just like basically just feature a bunch of my friends who are like influencers and creatives or like Netflix actors like young Hollywood etc
1: that is so much fun that is really yeah. cool maybe we You'll should start printing things doing. out and sending it around ash <laughs> take the words out of my mouth so do you um give them out for free or do you sell like the print copies or what do you do with all the printed ones
2: Yeah, so I sell the print, and then you can also buy it online as well, or you can just like preview it online. But yeah, I do sell the print version. That
1: is so much fun. I know what I'm going to do all night (laughs) is now That's really fun. Um, Thank you. You
0: also, so you mentioned having friends who were Netflix actors, whatever. Have you had any TV appearances? Because I feel as though you might, and I don't remember what they might be, but please touch on them. Tell me your experience. I'm so curious.
2: Yeah, so I have done nothing super big, but I did work with Paramount on a few projects. Um, I think it was like sophomore year of college I got started. They were filming 13 Reasons Why in the Bay Area, and I like went to an open audition for it. And then I ended up getting casted, so that was really cool. And then once I got 13 Reasons Why, I worked on it for like, I think a year. And then they were like, hey, yeah. (laughs) And then they were like, hey, Chloe, like we think you're pretty great. Do You want to also be in Transformers, like the new Transformers movie. (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh, like, okay, yeah. And so I went to like a fitting for that, a casting, and so I ended up getting that. But just like doing like featured background roles, nothing like super big, but it's just super fun to like do on the
1: side. Totally. So your 13 reasons why, did you have lines or were you like coffee patron number four? Like what did you do? (laughs) 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 Um,
2: So I started off as like student like number 17 Uh thing, And then once I started working the show more, they were like, we really like like – we want you, we really like what you're doing. We want you to, like, be a featured extra. And they were like, we have this girl. Her name is Chloe, like, coincidentally. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a new character on the show. And they were like, we want you to be in her, like, posse.
1: Is she Bruce's um, so, girlfriend?
2: Yes. And so yeah. I never had lines, but I would, like, show up with her in the scene just, like, as her girl gang. Oh, cool. But-
1: <laughs> That's so much fun. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And did you ever intend on, like, acting at all? Or did you just go, go randomly to this audition? Um, I feel like every kid when they're a kid it's like oh
2: my god I want to be a movie star but like as I got older I wasn't really thinking about it I just kind of stumbled upon it um and it was like during the summer so I had nothing to do so I was like I might as well like just yeah. go to this audition and so I did it that's, that's very so grand dean of her <laughs> Yeah, so we have Dude. another
0: guest on coincidentally who also is an extra but not a featured extra so not
2: as cool as you but he
0: was on 13 reasons why as well student number 18 probably
1: oh my god i don't think i met him but that's super cool yeah um and then for the transformer stuff what happened with that was did you get a speaking role extra what was the deal did you meet um Shai? yeah I thought- <laughs> no actually this was the bumblebee it was transformers
2: bumblebee so it was with um hayley steinfeld mm. oh. but I did have a, so I did have a scene where they were having like me and like three other people. It was like a featured. So the whole movie I did do background work, but there was a specific scene that I had like me and three other kids like looked over the cliff, Mm -hmm. like the car was falling off the cliff or whatever. And then I went to go watch it in the movie theater and they cut my scene and I was like, oh Oh my gosh. gosh. How rude. How wrenching that's why you didn't kn- get invited to the premiere. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I still had a scene where you were able to see me, but it wasn't like a featured scene. Uh-huh. Right. Dang.
0: That's so fun. Oh my gosh. I love that. It
1: was. It was. I was really lucky to be a part of it. How the heck do you, especially since you did a social media through like your early teens, which everyone's like a mess in their early teens, how the heck have you not compared yourself to other people? And kind of like figured out who you are and stayed away from that whole toxic mentality that can happen when you spend too much time on social media. I
2: feel like this is something that I am still learning like up to this day. I feel like it's really hard not to compare yourself on social media. I feel like subconsciously when you're scrolling, like you are comparing Completely. yourself. Completely, yeah. yes, yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh, like this person has something super great. Like I don't have that. Like you're always comparing yourself like regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it's really important to keep in mind that – you know, you're just seeing like their highest of highs, like you're just seeing what they're showcasing and you're comparing like their highest of highs to like your lowest of lows or like Mm -hmm. you're comparing like just their, their parts of their life that they're highlighting, like with all of your life. So you're not seeing like their struggles or like what they deal with on a daily basis. So I feel like it's really healthy to keep that in mind
1: completely and just for our average people that aren't influencers it helps just for me for like my personal friends like really close friends or myself like all of our instagrams look like we're having the time of our lives right like skydiving and like group photos and having a good old time but i, yeah, I know like the whole behind the <laughs> scenes stuff today. Yeah, yeah but i know the whole behind the scenes stuff so obviously that carries through to influencers too so exactly
0: yeah, it's honestly just so interesting. I am so curious to know once this generation gets older, how like social media and growing up with that will like affect our psyche and our parenting abilities and just all of it because it's uncharted waters. Like no other generation had this before. It's so weird.
2: Exactly. I feel like that's really interesting to think about. And like, like you said about mental health, um, I think it's super important. Like Honestly, this might affect us as we older. I have no it idea. It totally will. Who are we kidding? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> like, but yeah, I mean, I think it's super important to, like, keep your mental health in mind, like, with social media. And, like, as I have, like, been an influencer for a long time, there has been times where, like, I've taken break from social media, like, long breaks, maybe, like, four or five months just to, like, oh, wow. focus on myself and, like, not, you know, I feel like When you feel like your mind is getting to a certain point, you're like, okay, I need to take a break. I need to like refresh, like take a step back and then come back to it in like a month or two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's cool. How
0: were you able to step away for that many months if you were trying to monetize it though?
2: Yeah. So I think I stepped away, like the longest I stepped away was maybe like a whole summer. So like three or four months, like in between high school and college. And I honestly lost a lot of my audience, like a lot of my audience, like became ghosts. (laughs) Um, So I feel like I had to rebuild it a little bit. So it is hard when you do take breaks, you kind of have to like rebuild. Um, But I think your mental health is more important. So I had to take a break.
0: (laughs) Good. Well, I'm glad you did. Um, Obviously, comparing yourself to others in any facet, social media or in real life is just really tough and it doesn't help them and it doesn't help you. But on the flip side, like on a more positive, what is something that makes you feel really fulfilled in your work that you do that you're just like, yes, this is so great. I'm passionate about it. And this makes me feel really good.
2: I would say what makes me like feel super fulfilled with social media is like the human connection aspect of it. I really love being able to work with different people, like meeting new people through it. Um, Honestly, I've met some of like my greatest, like closest friends through like photo shoots that I've done um so I'd say just like being able to connect with people I feel like another aspect that's super fulfilling is getting to see like the finished product of what you worked on um for example like putting all of your hard work into like a video or a picture and then seeing it when it's done and being like that looks super cool like I'm really glad that that paid off
0: mm-hmm. so. yeah that start to finish feeling totally mm-hmm. i
2: think we exactly. have to
1: get more creative behind the camera to make friends Abby <laughs> <laughs> yeah <but> we got to <laughs> step it up <laughs> photography 101 what are we gonna do <laughs> Um, so speaking of photography a little bit, what are some just like fast tips for people that want to get better at editing, want to get better at taking pictures, being in the pictures, maybe people are awkward in them. Maybe people want to get better at editing. What are some of your tips? Since yeah, that's for a while? an
0: evergreen problem. I'm noticing. I notice a lot of TikToks, at least on my for you page are like, this is how you not don't look awkward in your pictures. <laughs> like this is what you do with your hands. These are different poses of what to do. And I'm like, what side of TikTok am There's I a on? Bunch I'm of
1: editing stuff behind the camera.
0: I'm like a posing queen so I don't know why I'm getting tips because I already know (laughs) what I'm doing because I watched 24 seasons of America's Next Top Model so that's where I'm at.
2: (laughs) I don't know where everybody else is at but my For You page is messed up. That's so funny. Um, No definitely I feel like if you watch America's Next Top Model you're set. I don't know what the algorithm is doing. (laughs) Totally totally. Um, But I feel like as far as tips I think like with anything in life, like whatever you put your time and energy into, like you're naturally just going to get better at it. Um, When I started photography, I like my work was so embarrassing looking back at it. Um, But I feel like with anything, you just have to be willing to like make a fool of yourself in the beginning and like grow. Um, And I feel like the longer you do photography or like the longer you do anything, like you really just train yourself to know like, okay, this works, like this doesn't work. And the longer that I was shooting, like I really trained my eye, like to see pictures, like I would just be walking and I would see like a corner with flowers and I'd be like, oh my God, like I see the picture, like, you know, posing like this or like somebody sitting there like that, like the lighting, like you really start to train your eye and like to see things, um, like how you would want it to be posted, like on Instagram. So I feel yeah. like with anything, sorry, <laughs> can you cut out the last part? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, it made sense. good. <laughs> I liked it all the way up until I like stumbled, but, <laughs> um, let me jump back in. But I would say like with anything, like you just kind of train, train your eye and you become better at it. So I would say just really working at photography and like not giving up is something that will definitely help with you becoming good at it.
1: That's like Abby. Remember when the dredges of quarantine in like March or April, we became so obsessed with TikTok skits. (laughs) Every time we walked into a room or a setting, we were like, how can we utilize this to make a stupid skit yeah. or uh tiktok
2: oh so my gosh
1: could that was you was call us artists too you can call us artists that but was that really was when everyone truly... was like locked in their houses quarantine yeah that was like
0: <laughs> really rough we were like what do we do to have fun right now like we're not even sure but yeah. we were yeah, but yeah, creative you, like, with it
1: <laughs> but you like trained
2: your mind to yeah. see like okay how can we use this how can we do that like so i feel like that's also very helpful
1: We probably watch too many movies, yeah. Too many movies. Um, Too much screen time. Do you take a lot of your content on your phone or on a camera? For TikTok, I
2: take them all on my iPhone. um, And then for Instagram, they're all on a DSLR. Okay. What camera Mm -hmm. are you using? I'm just curious. I'm using the Canon 5D. Okay. Yes. But I actually have heard a lot about Sony, so I'm like honestly really wanting to switch. But yeah, do you guys use any like DSLRs or –
0: I have a Canon Rebel T5, (laughs) but it's just like your basic. I I literally got it for abroad because I'm like, I want some quality photos for while I'm abroad, but I don't like use it enough because honestly, the iPhone camera is like sickeningly good these days.
2: They are. Honestly, I think, like, the iPhone 12 is way better than, like, my Canon now. Like, it's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, it's insane. It's a
0: different vibe, though. You know what? People are sleeping on the disposable cameras. I know that's become such a trend, but seriously, they're all, like, sold out, the little green ones that you, like, throw away. But Urban Outfitters, run, don't walk. Urban Outfitters has, like, $35 (laughs) reusable cameras on film, and they're cute. There's, like, metallic silver. I have a little pink one, like... I don't know. Like you could just just go buy a real it up. film camera.
1: Buy a real film camera. I like mine. <laughs> yeah. No, that I one love. is better than, than disposable. But yeah, yeah, it's buy better a... than the,
0: the little green ones. But it's crazy how like one thing can blow up, and then you go try to go to Walmart or CVS, and you're like, where are the where are the green cameras? They're like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, we don't have any. <laughs> All the kids are taking them. <laughs> All the kids are watching that TikTok one... and
2: taking them. <laughs> That was like with the tie-dye last summer. I don't know if you guys were in a tie-dye, but the tickets were sold out everywhere. It was crazy.
0: The trends. The trends are so (laughs) insane. Okay, now comes the time. I think this is Ashley's favorite question. What are you reading, listening to, watching, any podcast, book, or movie, TV show recommendations that you think people are sleeping on?
1: Could be helpful or just fun. Yes, um... I
2: feel like at the moment I'm watching a few Netflix series. Um, I would say the one I was watching on the plane was Never Have I Ever. It's like I don't know if you guys have heard about yes,
0: it. Yes, I, I know that show. Yes,
2: yeah, so my friend Martin is in it, so I started watching it because he's in it. He like plays Oliver, the boyfriend of um, Eleanor, I think is her name. And so he's in it for like a few episodes. So I watched it because of him, but then I got hooked. So I've been watching like all two seasons of it. But I love that show. Emily in Paris is like my ultimate vibe. I've binged it like seven times like I just keep (laughs) watching it (laughs)
0: because it's Uh, like marketing
2: and it's Paris and it's cute and vibey yes it's my vibe so I just have watched it a million times I would say a book at the moment that I'm reading um one that I keep on my nightstand that I really love just like reading at night is like how to win friends and influence people um I need to read that yeah it's honestly a really good book And it just is very like grounding and like you really understand the perspectives of other people. So I feel like, I don't know, it's just a good like self-improvement book.
1: We love self-improvement.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) All about self-improvement on this pod. (laughs) Exactly. Okay, and the most now fun time Abby's of the night. Question. <laughs> yeah, now <laughs> your it's your question. favorite question. <laughs> Pimp yourself out. Where can people buy Hot Headed? Where can they find you on TikTok, Instagram? Pimp yourself out. The whole thing. IMDb, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> your future extra. Actually, on um,
2: But yeah, so my Instagram and TikTok are the same. It's Chloe. Dot Buddha. Um, B o u d a. My name is actually pronounced Chloe, but just for like the spelling purposes. <laughs> Um, i'll say chloe but you can buy Hotheaded. it's linked in my bio on my instagram account um it's like a blurb link and then i don't know if i have any other i mean i have my snapchat but i don't really use it <laughs> you're like admin uh,
1: snap you guys I mean, like, <laughs> for Hotheaded, do you, <laughs> you ship it obviously then to people
2: yes so i do ship it or they can buy it like directly on the website as well so i do both okay. um it just depends on if i run out of copies or not
1: that is so fun. Yeah, that's I'm totally really fun. gonna get to that. That's
2: really fun. I love that. You. You. Honestly, I should be like, I'll feature you guys next. Say what? Like, let's, <laughs>
1: let's let's stay connected. <laughs> um. All right. Well, thank you so much. This is really fun to actually get to know you because we always you should just say like hi at Pepperdine and that was it. But this was really great. Um. And I'm really excited to see what where you go next on TikTok and yeah. the acting world. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Of course.